get it, boys. Key of deep sea. When I was just a tiny thing. You mean today? I told my mama I want to sing. She answered me with a kick in the pants and said, little prawn, you gotta
and like I legitimately like was hysterical. I was like, "There's no, no possible, like no way in hell." There's still that long of this goddamn movie. Yeah, but there was, there was, there was, and just kept going. Every half hour felt like at least two hours. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Um, Oh god, so sorry, I just. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, my bad. Playing play the movie. I, I, yeah, I just want to have this so I can, I can kind of remind myself yeah, of the trajectory yeah, yeah, of this yeah. thing. Uh, so actually, I'm not gonna lie. This thing starts off, and I was like, I was pretty in. Um, like we start with like all this debris in space, and then like we learn that the entire Earth is covered in water now. Like there isn't land anymore like humans have screwed up so bad that like all of new york city is underwater and i was like all right yeah like that's, that's I, it's saying what wally said but right. it's it's at least like saying a real thing um yeah. like ribbit didn't have like a message that was you know environmentally conscious or anything not that you would uh, yeah i'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> um but like I, it, it kicked off, and I was like, "All right, like we're we're doing something here. Like there will right. be, I, I don't know, like a kind of through line, at least a, a solid a solid message amidst all this." Um, and we then learn, um, <laughs> I paused at a great moment here. Um, we then learn that uh, I guess our main character, Deep, um, his grandfather has taken. Uh, a ton of marine life um, to, I guess, one of the depths of the ocean um, in order to keep them safe from the the devastation that the humans have caused. Um, But our main character, Deep, he doesn't like the sound of that. He wants to get out there. He wants to greet the world. Um, And that's where things start getting bad. is when this film starts. Um, <laughs> yeah, right in the beginning <laughs> is when the film really starts taking a downhill turn. Yeah, and it was uh, so. So I actually I have a I have a clip that like I heard this thing first, and I was like, "Hey, we might be in for a treat." Um, like I like this character. I wanna I wanna see more from him, and then we don't get much more from him. And it's um, I don't know if you'll remember, Josh. It's it's the blobfish. Um, do you even remember the blobfish? I, maybe when you put a clip, but not off the top of my head. So, one of the first lines in the film is is this. Shift exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and I was oh like, my gosh, the old guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the blobfish. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be great. Because he just yeah. said, And I yeah, liked yeah, that yeah. line a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, he was funny. Uh, and then, right after that, um we got a line from uh, one of deep's closest friends evo um and i thought i also thought this was like on the funny side um, Alice, the butt is important too if you don't have a butt and i was like i can't argue with that like i truly <laughs> i have no no complaints with right. that line the butt yeah. is an important part of the body and right. it's i feel like that is um the perfect kind of uh rude humor like there's like kind of a genuine like funny thing as well as like saying the word butt 
um like i don't know there's like there's like comedy mixed in with just like saying a silly word mm-hmm. um but we are not yet five minutes into the film and then a line is uttered that was so devastating to me personally that that I, I honestly i honestly think the movie kind of ended for me at that point and then like i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't really get back into it after this um and it was when deep our main character who is i think the worst character in the whole movie like deep sucks yeah. um he, he says he says he says this Same doo-doo, deja doo-doo. Mm-hmm. but i have something not poopy at all for my best friends oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep I actually, that's funny because the the second, so I, I opened my phone notes and I was just like, let's just, as we watch, let's just like type some stuff that I, that I think yeah. of, that I noticed that are like, oh, this is a thing that happened. So you mm-hmm. shouldn't write it down. And the second note that I have in there is just deja doo-doo. Cause yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he really just, he said that. So yeah. That's in that that made it into this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deja Doodoo is is uh is rough, but I think it gets it gets way rougher with like the second half of that line when he's like, "But I have something not poopy for my friends." That was like the the glaring sign of like we're we're in Uh-oh. for a rough Uh-oh. ride. Here. Yeah. Um, like we he said doodoo twice, and then he said poopy, and it was all within like five seconds. Yeah. And yep. That was all I needed to know. Uh, but I, I also just pulled out my notes here and I realized that I hadn't mentioned this was freaking distributed by Lionsgate. That's a real production company. That's a True. real, like that's, that, that, that's not, you know. Yeah, you don't, don't trip your way into that one. No. Um, they, and uh, I also looked up, this film cost uh, $6 million to make and it made almost twelve. So doubling the budget ain't bad. Like it made money, which is uh, remarkable to me. So I guess, you know, good on Lionsgate, like they knew what they were doing. Um, but uh, holy jeez, you guys picked up a stinker. Um, Dude, the other, the I, other thing that I, yeah, what? I, I was just going to say, can I just say that I'm trying to find it in my notes. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. Because, um, Let's see. Dang, where is it? <laughs> oh no. I know I added it in here. Um, all right, you say what you were going to say, and then, because I, I got to find this. I have a lot of notes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, was... no, 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 no. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I, got it. <laughs> um, I, I, I literally wrote. And this was like up at the top. So like, I thought it was farther down, but it was pretty early on in the movie. And I had already realized like, and we'll get into like why this is later, but like you just talked to her talking about like the money they made and I'll get into like, we'll obviously get into the reason why this is. I'm sure you will know when I say it, but I, I wrote down, dude, we could easily make a movie like this. It's that easy. And I said, and then I, and I put like under it, like, like, yeah, it didn't break records, but, like, they still made money off of it. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing stopping us from making this exact same. Like, we can make a movie like this pretty pretty easily. So, and, like, yeah, yeah it's not like the Avengers Infinity War, but, like, they still made a lot of money off of it. So, like, 
what, what's like what's stopping us from just like we can just and that's what it takes like we can just make a movie like that like that's easy yeah they didn't work uh, for that <laughs> it is it is a uh, the the really interesting thing is I would I would be so curious to hear from uh, Julio how he came to this uh, film because I looked through his filmography and it is not stuff like this I will tell you that much it actually on Rotten Tomatoes nothing shows up but um, on IMDb. Uh, he had only worked on, um, like, like thriller and like horror films before. I would not have expected that. No. Um, let's see if I can find it. Okay. So Julio, um, yeah. So before Deep, he worked actually the same year as Deep, he made a film called Palestine, <laughs> which I cannot imagine is uh, the same romp that Deep is. Like the, the poster is, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's like a real movie. I mean, yeah. maybe it's maybe it's not great, but um, who can say? And it looks like it, you know, deals with real stuff and would be a pretty tough time. Right. Uh, and I don't know if any of these are like acclaimed in any way, but like. He starts with uh, short films and then Radiophobia, a TV movie documentary, um, all just yeah. sounding like real things. Um, and then he comes to Deep. And so that's that's where I'm really curious is just how uh, he got there. Because he didn't, he didn't also just direct it. He also co-wrote it. Right. So it was um, like an idea that either he had or he was invested enough into write and then direct amongst doing all these other things and so i am very i would love to hear from uh mr gerpide um here's what i want to believe yeah 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 what i want to believe is that he thought the same thing we did i want to believe that he watched this and again we'll get into this but he watched this movie the million times before that he saw it and i want to believe in my heart that he went screw it like i can make it shitty ass movie like that like i could watch yeah. something like that i mean what's stopping me from making a few bucks on a stupid movie like this right and he did it and then he made money off of it and he was like see like i spent like a night on that like i <laughs> i i drank too yeah. much one night and the next day i woke up and that was on my computer and we just put that to work like i want to believe that that's something that happened that's what i want for because like i i wanted i don't want him to like actually have thought of this like for right. real and like thought it was good and produced it like a good thing like I hope it was like an ironic thing. Like screw it. Like I could do that. If I could just take me a weekend, and and then it did, and then that's what it was. Uh, and I think that's kind of how we have to view it, because like I I can't I haven't seen any of these other things, but they seem like they're real. And so I'm guessing that this is not a guy who only makes right, things right. of deep quality. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm guessing it was just like a. I could use some money yeah, <laughs> at right. the moment. Stupid um, kids will fall for this. Like, who cares? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did. Like, it's, it's only. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like movies like this only falter if the parents went to see them with the kids. Yeah. Like a kid isn't gonna have any complaints. Right. The kids not on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's the adults. <laughs> right. Like of course right. the adults aren't gonna like it, but like if your if your audience is toddlers. Like exactly you anything you want fudgety as long as it has fish in it like who cares talking fish, and you, the story doesn't have to be anything 
the freaking like golden goose uh, is getting this thing on Netflix where the parents don't have to watch it. Right, like right, exactly. that's that's exactly. where this film thrives is if yeah. it goes onto a streaming thing the parents can just turn it on and leave the and room leave the room yeah right exactly yeah. um so really maybe we should be doing this because i literally i mean it, there's the one point where i thought like like honestly like we could spend like uh, just like a couple months and probably make something just like this like it would probably be super successful like there's like if we just knew how to animate like with this right. story, the story we could easily come up with. Like, I bet if you and I sat down for like yeah. a weekend, we can come up with a story that's pretty much like like is as successful as this, if not more. Like, the story right. would be so easy; it would just be the matter of animating and voice acting and stuff. But like the story part, which is the most of the like super hard work, is to just come up with the concept. Like, that's easy. Like, we could easily be doing this right now. If this is all it takes to make however many million dollars it made, like there's another. I mean, we could. I mean, we could pump out movies left and right. That so are just like this. With you saying that, I am now because this podcast is so far-reaching, and because so many people listen to this thing, and we have pull in the industry. I am. I am calling out to the Think Lab, the Kraken Films, you, <laughs> Dragon Dreams, Grid Animation, Silver Reel, and You Fun. If you guys want us to, we will make you a movie that is my my right hand to God, at least three times better than Deep. We will write you a film that is three times better than Deep, at least. That is my guarantee. Yeah, we can so easily do that. If you want us, you got us. Easily. Um, so, and that is a standing offer. If you guys hear this next week or the week after, because I know this podcast, sometimes it takes a little while to get some traction. Um, but whenever you hear and it, out. reach out, um, convenientpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we can, we can figure something out. Um, so, yeah. So it's like, it's like when you see, it's like when you see, um, when you when you go and see like a YouTube video or like even like there was one time where it was on America's Got Talent or whatever of a magician, but he's doing like tricks that you would get out of like a ten year old's magician kit, like that you buy from <laughs> yeah. the dollar store, and you're like and like it's like blowing people's minds, and you're like, well, I can do that. Like that's easy. What he's doing is I know how to do it. I can like he's I literally I remember after quite a few years of practicing magic. And like getting like soup buying super expensive tricks and, and doing parties and stuff. And then and then I remember watching America's Got Talent and seeing like somebody kill it with like a bar magician, like killing it with the tricks that I literally learned in my first magic kit when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I'm here working my ass off buying all these expensive <laughs> tricks. And he's killing it and he got four yeses on America's Got Talent doing yeah. tricks that i could do when i was 10 years old like that's what watching this movie is like to me i'm like really like all the ideas we have and like they're getting rich off this yeah yeah i mean like, we could be doing that it's like why did i go to film school basically <laughs> right exactly oh yeah <laughs> especially for you like what a kick in the ass <laughs> yeah i mean like, i'm not i'm not Cole undergrad to and and to learn these complex techniques and stuff and they're doing this and they're making more than you that's what i'm saying i'm not joking uh production companies <laughs> i will, yeah, for real, I will for write real. you a better film than this in three weeks i promise right. i can you do have it i've written better films than that <laughs> i hope so <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I have a note uh, that, that comes about like seven minutes in. Will this just be Wall-E underwater? Um, uh. And yeah, about seven minutes in, I had kind of cracked the case. Um, <laughs> that, that is what this is. This is Wall-E underwater plus like many ripoffs specifically from Finding Nemo. And not even, I, to be honest, like, I found it was like they took every stereotype from every movie ever, like any big trope, yeah. and then crammed it all into one movie. Because, like, I thought, at first I thought, like, my head, of course, went to Finding Nemo. And then, yep. and then, but then I kept noticing things. I was like, oh, that's this movie. Oh, that's this movie. Oh, look. Monsters Inc. Oh look, Cars. Oh look, Shrek. Oh look, like I kept just like seeing all kinds of like DreamWorks and Pixar films, mm-hmm. and, like in this movie, and just like you know, like oh they took that from that. Oh Little Mermaid. Oh the, like literally like so many things. It's like they took every stereotype of a movie and crammed it into one movie. I actually I actually first realized it when uh, so so I I had some of my first note that I wrote was like nerdy scared guy trope like the his the 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 what's what's that fish called i know but what's the the name of the fish with the light uh angel fish angler fish angler fish that's yeah and and um and so like he was like the nerdy scared like super nerdy scared of everything but like super like looks tough like he's angler fish is a predator so like of course like already that's that like guy that should be tough nerdy and scared like okay that's there that's every movie too but then, and so like I, I kind of picked up on it, but then when Deep was just like, I think he went on like a rant about like he got into it with his grandpa and then like they went into it, uh, they got into a rant and like Deep was like, I just want you to be proud of me. And then like was showing like rebellion. I wrote, oh boy, not proud daddy, here we go. Because like, I, I as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, it's that movie that I've seen so many times like that was the big like like i had an alarm bells ringing in my head and once like when he, he was like i just want you to be proud of me i'm like oh boy okay i know i know i could write the rest of this movie and be exactly right on what happens in it yeah and because Actually, I, I know everything that happens now just from him saying i would just want you to be proud of me i was like yeah i've seen this movie before mm-hmm. i will say one thing for deep i did not see the last 30 minutes coming in, in which like which way i mean we'll we'll get to what happens but i was never expecting there to be a sequence where they had to flee a spaceship that was taking off true oh yeah true <laughs> yeah i didn't really see that going either i guess i i never didn't think about it like that but yeah i, I definitely didn't see that part coming yeah but there were there were parts and i can't absolutely wait we, i can't wait till we get to them because there were parts where in my notes i wrote oh this is happening now i hope this doesn't happen and i'm like and i'm like maybe <laughs> a minute later it happened i was like oh no i can't believe that happened <laughs> like, right yeah <laughs> like there were so many uh, times where like i i could it was just the most predictable thing i'd ever seen yeah uh it definitely is that um so before we before we get into like the the kind of meat of the story there are just a couple things in like kind of the beginning that um were just really like wild like um so you you kind of get 
like from a you and me like an adult viewing this standpoint like you get where it's going like pretty quick like deep wants to go out um he doesn't want to be stuck up here and so i don't know just me personally i would assume that there would be any level of buildup to the moment where he like goes out for the first time and in this film like he legitimately just like in the first i think like seven minutes he's just like i'm gonna go out Um, and there's like no it's not like a big moment or anything he just decides to go up and out as if like he's just done this a million times before but it's not it's like it's it's a huge moment for him but the movie doesn't play it like that and there's a couple like moments throughout where like it's a big dramatic part of the film and it is played as very like mundane and it's it's very strange um but the the (laughs) One of the things that I just don't understand is um, they start freaking out when Deep replaces the uh, natural sponges with like human man-made sponges Mm. uh, because the sponges that are man-made start creating bubbles. And my question to you, Josh, is why are bubbles a problem? And I, I don't know, but yeah, I will. I will say, <clears throat> in this scene, I wrote down funny bubble scene because I did like the scene when the angler fish was like in the nursery and like the fish yeah. just, like started yeah. being carried out by the bubbles, and he was like, "Oh," and he popped one, and the other one was started carried out. And he just kind of like, and he had to, get, and that was funny to me. I was like, "Yeah, that that's pretty funny." Like that's that's yeah, a, that's some good. That's yeah, that's that's a funny joke. Yeah, and I think I think jokes like that in this work a lot better than jokes with like dialogue, um, yeah, right, right. like like physical comedy or like comedy like yeah. through the animation and everything. Like it seems to, it seems to be a lot more successful. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that 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 is a that is a solid moment. But it it was like I was confused if the bubbles were supposed to be like soap bubbles. Um, oh yeah, or, I don't I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know that that just seemed weird. Uh, and then there were a couple, uh, and this is like a small like whatever thing. Um, there were a couple like continuity errors like right next to each other. Like he switched um, like one of the sponge things back to like regular, mm-hmm. um, and then they were all switched. Like you actually like you cut to like see who's looking at him and then you cut back and they're all switched. Like, it's not like time passes and they're all switched. Like it's legitimately like right, seconds right. pass. It's yeah. not, it doesn't, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, whatever. But you know, things like that take you out of the movie. If they're, if they're, if you hit with those early on um, anyway, deep really screws up the whole thing. Uh, and he causes uh, a, a volcano to erupt um, after he sets off a, I believe, nuclear uh, torpedo. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, uh, I at one point <clears throat> I wrote down. I feel like I've seen this movie a thousand times, and then I wrote down stereotype movie checklist. And so I was mm-hmm. like keeping a, a check mark of anything that like, oh, it's got this in it, check, because that's in every movie. Yeah. And and so I had first I checked nerdy character too afraid to do anything, check. Um, rebellious child who just wants freedom and for his parents to be proud. There it is. 
um, parent who just wants to protect. Okay, <clears throat> side character, like middle character who's invisible, check. Like the, yeah. the girl who just wants to be seen, check. And then, and then I wrote down, um, kid rebels against the adult. And shocker, it ends up being a bad choice and ruining everything. Check. Mm-hmm. That's there yeah. too. That's in every movie. Check. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> totally the uh, the butt scene from Finding Nemo. Um, oh my gosh, just less dramatic. Yeah. Less, uh, less, less good, really. Exactly. Um, like it's a full, just emotional copy of that scene um like the the you know plot beats are the same um and because of deep's actions and because this volcano erupts <laughs> a bunch of little baby fish get hit with lava <laughs> like straight up uh lava like rolls over a whole bunch of fish um and <laughs> that that seemed like uh so so Josh and I decided to watch this film over another one because like the summary of this film from common sense media was uh, like, it was like rude jokes and surprising violence in this undersea tale. And so this is the first example of that surprising violence where they're like melted by lava and they're fine, I guess. But that's, that's what got me is that like the, the, all the fish underneath were like terrified of the falling lava but like it didn't seem to be more than an inconvenience to get hit with lava. Like they yeah. got hit with it, and at first I was like, "Oh shit!" Like they did they really show that? Like they're just like making fish sticks here. Um, but then like when the fish were fine, I was like, "Well, if like that's all it is, then like it's really not that big a deal to be hit by exactly. it." Exactly. If you're down, if you're down in that hole and the lava's falling, like you're you're really no need to panic. If it's just going to be more of like a, well, that sucks. Like yeah, you, you probably don't need to worry about it that much. <clears throat> Yeah, it's actually just a strange choice to make. Um, like, I guess, I guess it, it maybe makes the kids like less scared while they're watching it. That like, you know, the kid, the the fish will like probably be okay. Like, the lava is bad and it like hurts, yeah. but it's not going to kill them. Right. Uh, like, maybe it makes it less like incredibly dire. But then it like just takes all of the drama and like tension out of cutting back to them like trapped where you're like they're gonna be fu- they're just gonna get right warm, yeah right um they get a little burnt and they yeah. shake it off and they swim away but i was very i was very pleasantly surprised when i saw the fish get burned by lava i was like good for you guys you, you, you <laughs> went there you went there um uh another thing that i found uh, amusing at this point is um so kraken the grandpa and all the other fish are trapped. Uh, and first of all, most of the fish could fit through the cracks that were, uh, <laughs> that were there. Maybe Kraken dies, Just but you know, take one for the yeah. team, dude. Right. <laughs> um, the other the, the the thing that I that I have a note on is that like, so in this moment, the Kraken is like, "Go find my friend Nathan," uh, and that was the that was like the second name where I was like what are the naming conventions in this undersea world? Like you got Nathan, you have the best friend, the, the, the shrimp Alice, and then you got freaking deep. Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't quite understand why there isn't some level of consistency among, like they have human names mixed in with like kind of fun fish names, like Kraken and deep. Maybe it's just the squids. 
the fourth name, the fourth note I have. So the first one was Nerdy Scary Guy Trope. Second one was Deja Doodoo. The third one was it all in capital letters acting because like there was something that was said that I was just like, wow, wow, that was <laughs> that was really good. And then and then the fourth note I have is just his name is deep. Like that that's what his name is. Like that's what they he they named the yeah. character deep. Like yeah. that's that's the name. And I had to make a note of that because I was like, wow, like that's the, not just the name of the movie. Like that, that's the right. name of a character. Because that's what movie. you that's what you would assume. You would assume that the movie is called Deep because they're in the Deep Blue Sea, blah, right, blah, blah. Right, yeah, but no, nah, it's called Deep because his freaking <laughs> name is Deep. Um, and it's it's a wild choice. It's honestly, it's pretty bold, I would say. Uh, bad is what it is. Yeah. And then I was wondering if evo the anglerfish is named evo uh i feel i feel like there's a there's like a brand of light um like the fluorescent light bulbs i feel like there's a fluorescent brand of light bulbs that are called yeah evo. yeah i think so too. uh and i i that was that's maybe the only name where i was like okay all right, right. like i get what yeah. you're going for there um yeah but other than that that's clever Deep and Alice and Nathan are, ah, I don't know. They don't all flow together. <laughs> and Kraken. And Kraken, yeah. Which is just the name um, of what he is. I'm not sure why I wrote this one down or made a clip of this, but here's Nathan. Find who, Grandpa? Who? My old friend, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's probably just because of the... Yeah. Like this, this like epic Kraken voice being like Nathan. You're like, yeah. why, why? Why is that the choice? Well, his name is Kraken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would watch that movie, Kraken and Nathan, like out <laughs> on the town. Um, maybe they kind of set up for a spinoff at the end. There, they 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 go off together. Um. Uh, let's so let's make deep part two. Let's make the sequel. Let's do it. I don't know. Honestly. I don't remember what the production company's Think Lab. Hit us it's, up. It's been three years. It's time for a sequel. <laughs> that is that is the rule. Um, so after this, they go off to find Nathan. They uh, they have to go uh, to the city of men, which we later learn is New York City. Um, but before they get there, they come to this scary uh, wall of doom, I think they call it, or chasm of doom. I don't know. It's a wall. And they're scared of it. And this is the first moment that I feel like there is a pure and like exactly copied moment from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, and it is it is with this uh, back and forth. Go through, around, through, around, through. Uh, like that's literally a moment in Finding Nemo. And I feel like that's just so so bold because obviously people are already going to be like connecting this animated undersea adventure with the most famous animated undersea adventure like if you're going to copy stuff at least copy stuff not from the other water movie <laughs> like uh and so so for anyone who doesn't recall uh there's a moment in finding nemo where um dory and marlin are arguing whether to go through this like scary jellyfish canyon or go over it and they go through it and it's the wrong choice but like it's literally like the exact same argument um yeah and it 
it hurt me a bit. I wrote um, getting to that point. I wrote. Um, I wrote after I wrote the I'm in my back on my checklist. And yeah, I, yeah. After I wrote kid rebels and ends up being bad choice. I check and I wrote um the next one just like it's a three friends mission with two guys and one girl check because that's always how it is. Yep. And then I wrote um oh kid has to go on a big mission to fix a mess he created from his own rebellion check. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, there's a big thing that they have to get through. They don't know whether to go into it or around it or check uh the other like weird thing about this moment specifically is that maybe i'm just purely forgetting because i've blocked out a lot of this movie but is it that big of a deal that they do one and not the other like i don't remember it being like a huge issue the choice that they make this is what leads into the titanic right yeah i don't think so i think they were just like wow that's crazy let's go yeah so they go through it or something um and it's like fine so yeah yeah, nothing weird like make it make it a problem if you're saying that there's an argument here like obviously if there's an argument whoever wins the argument has to be wrong for the story to be interesting yeah (laughs) um and i think it's just the right choice let's go yeah like it's fine it just kind of works out like they go to the titanic and and you know, there's scary moments there, but that doesn't, I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird that it isn't a huge issue. Um, so yeah. So after this, they go, they find, I guess the Titanic. Why? I don't know. Cause it's a recognizable thing to be in the water. Um, and yeah, there's the Titanic and on the Titanic is Ursula. I mean, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> an octopus. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Ursula? <laughs> I I said I wrote when she came out. I said, "Oh my gosh, how did I forget the mini villain in the middle of the quest?" Because it has to have a physical antagonist. Because the movie can't get too deep with just like the antagonist also being the protagonist. Right. And so and so like it has to have like a physical villain. But like mm-hmm. movie's not really against somebody. And so like the physical villain ends up just being like a, a main, like a mini villain on the main quest who, yeah. who poses herself as somebody who would like to help. Right. Right. And, and so was, when I saw that, I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's there. That is too. Check, 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 check. Like, here we go. We're hitting all of them now. Every single thing that's ever happened in any movie is coming out. here. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, is there a villain in like a Disney or a Disney Pixar thing that has this same kind of mentality. Like, I think there is like her, her whole thing is that um, she's not evil. She just wants them to like, like her performance, like watch her perform. Yeah. Um, And when they don't want to do that, then she gets bad. Like I, I, that Mm. I don't, I, I can't remember what that's reminding me of, but that feels like a thing where like there has been a villain that isn't like purely bad for the sake of being bad. Like they just want to like be loved. And when people right. don't love them, they turn bad. I, so maybe that's not enough of a ripoff if I can't recall what it's ripping off, but um, just saying that it, it sounds familiar. Um, yeah. So she, she marks the first um, kind of random obstacle thrown at them that like doesn't apply to the story really. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just kind of a general, like, thing in the way uh 
random do you have a obstacle, thing or, yeah. random, random obstacle and random, which of course got to be included. I wrote, I wrote in all caps because I was like blown. Like at this point, this is when it really started to become like uncanny to me how much they were ripping off everything else. Like up until this yeah. point, I was just like, yeah, they're just taking stuff here and there. But like this, at this point, like it was so written by the book that like I was just like I'm bugging by this point I was freaking out and so I wrote in all caps lock out of place awkward singing number in a movie that isn't a musical and it's done by a less than great singer and then I put like 80 check marks after that and then I put and I put oh shoot the song was from the villain who was playing like she was helping the kids Mm -hmm. so like that I that that's when I started to lose my mind. I was like, "Oh, here's a here's an awkward scene number that is that feels like it doesn't belong in this movie because this movie's not a musical and it's done by the villain who is acting like she's not the villain who has not really a singer voice." Like that's just yeah. that's 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 I, how many times has that has that happened in a movie? All of them, all of the times, <laughs> every one of them, every one of the times. The other. Uh... <laughs> weird thing relating to that that we don't know is weird yet because we haven't seen the rest of the movie at this point that's not how it works uh but now we know because we've seen the rest of the movie uh, every song is a villain's song <laughs> right like they're all propelled by an antagonistic force um thankfully the second song at least one of the characters is involved in it um <laughs> But there's three songs and they're all like villain songs, which is just kind of a weird choice, like in this non-musical movie to have none of the musical moments propelled by our main characters. Right. Um, It's just weird. Uh, And so I have, I have a, I won't make us listen to the whole thing, um, but we have uh, the Queen of the Undersea Ball song here. Thank you all ever so much. of the undersea pole. You may see the cave. Oh god. Like uh whoops. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Press the wrong one. Um it's uh it's a bad song. I'm just yeah, gonna say it it. it. it sure is. Uh it might be the worst song in the movie. The last one might also be the worst song in the movie. The second is the best one, uh I would say. Um, but this one is is quite bad. There are a lot of like weird rhymes in it, <laughs> uh, and just like weird song structure. Um, and so I have no idea if like songwriters wrote the lyrics or yeah. if it was actually just also the director who just kind of threw vague rhymes together. Uh, but it's a bad song. Uh, for sure that's all i really got to say about that i don't know if you have any more notes on the song itself no not on the song i just wrote my next note was this makes me appreciate pixar a lot more yeah yeah uh, like, damn like they're they really make good stuff compared to what else is out there yeah like, there's and- a reason they're the only major like not only major like i know dreamworks and all mm-hmm. them too but like they're the reason like they're they have basically a monopoly on, on this business because like this is what's out there that's not them yeah uh yeah yeah this is this is like 
maybe the the clear like you could play just this moment from this film for anyone and they'd be like i get what the whole thing would felt oh, yeah. like yeah for um, sure because it's just like not terrible like it's not like laughably awful but it's just nothing good yeah there's nothing good in it i would say it's just nothing like yeah. it's not a movie that's not a story right. like you're it's just not there's nothing there that it hasn't already been there like it's just nothing there's no, no substance this is just all like filler and fluff from other movies like yeah. this is i've seen this movie before i the, the 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 this is a couple notes down not for a little bit but the couple the, two out of my next handful of notes is this may be the most stereotypical movie I've ever seen. And then, <laughs> and then a couple notes down is this is all the movies I've ever seen combined into one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every children's movie. It, right. it just is that. Right. right. Um, however, the terrible song does give us one tiny silver lining. And it is uh, this line of dialogue from my best friend, Evo. <laughs> I just liked floating ovation. Like I thought that was any clever. any level of clever is appreciated yeah, okay. in something this bad. Um, so I liked floating ovation. Uh, after this scene, um, our heroes uh, escape. Also, there's like skeletons of um, the people on the Titanic, right, and true. it's Freaky. maybe maybe a little too morbid. Yeah, that's um, weird definitely strange for the kids movie because these are like corpses of humans who drowned uh and that's unpleasant tragically too like, yeah it was it was a tragedy it wasn't just like just, it wasn't just like an event that happened like it like it's not just some like random shit that sunk that exactly. was like pirates on or whatever this was like a tragedy that people remember and are still sad about yeah so i mean strange that like they're swimming around and like knocking the hats off of these skeletons or right, whatever right. I, it, it is what it is uh then there comes a sequence that is actually just from finding nemo uh the chase through mm-hmm. the dilapidated mm-hmm. boat mm-hmm. um but i mean an underwater adventure that doesn't have a chase through a dilapidated boat <laughs> is probably not a good underwater yeah, adventure sure. um but you know make a note of another ripoff right uh, after all of this, they meet a new friend. Mm. Uh, it is an eel. The eel's name is Mora. Uh, a couple times they call Mora Mara, but it's fine. Uh, you can't have consistency in your voice actors. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, I have I have another ripoff from Finding Nemo, but before this, yeah, so it, uh, <laughs> I think we'll we'll say the same. Yeah, yeah. But before it, there's a moment. Where Evo pees himself, and you see <laughs> pee in the water, and it's like so gross. Oh uh, my god! And I just wanted to mention it that it's like really actually gross, um, and that's all I have to say about it. That it's pretty nasty. Um, I don't know if you noticed or remarked upon the urine. I didn't, uh, to be honest. But yeah, he pees himself, and then they swim around in the pee, and they're like, "Ew, Evo, ha ha ha, you pee." <laughs> uh, but that's like super nasty. 
Um, however, after this, when they meet Mora, uh, she is a predator who is trying to be better uh, and is trying to not uh, masticate her uh, uh, pals, um, which is to say not eat her friends. Uh, and of course, we recall a very famous line from Finding mm -hmm. Nemo, fish are friends, not food. Yep. Not to be confused oh, with- Oh, they aren't food, they're friends. You see, they they made it even better because fish are friends, not food. <laughs> Doesn't sound as good as, no, they're not food. Those are my friends. Um, <laughs> like another moment where you're like, just steal from a different animated movie. Well, I I said, I wrote, did she, did she just say fish are friends, not food? <laughs> and then and then right after that, I said, oh, like, oh, we just straight up stealing lines now. Like, we're not even stealing story. We're like just straight up stealing the script. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So that was uh, that's probably the most glaring in the whole film. I, I, would like like. To, I would like to uh, pick up before that a little bit, actually. Please, please. And, and not that it's more glaring, but I wrote, um, let's see, I wrote when when she was still a predator and she was still, like, yeah, talking stuff and, like, acting like she was going to eat him, I wrote, I, I just wrote, I wonder if this villain becomes good and helpful pretty soon. <laughs> and then and then she started crying and she was like, she was like, oh, you have friends? I don't have any friends. And I was like, well, there it is. She wasn't a villain. She was just misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Who could have seen that coming? Like, I literally, as soon as she, like, started, like, being mean and stuff, I was like, well, oh, I wonder if she's secretly good and she's yeah. going to help them. And then yeah. she started helping them, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> you were I'm, shocked. I I'm shocked. I said, I can't <laughs> believe it. I wrote in all caps, I can't believe it. <laughs> well, I mean, see, this movie can still pull the wool over your eyes. They can, they can shock you. Um yeah yeah and then and then Jeez, wait dude. then right after which yeah. i didn't answer until later but i right after i wrote i wonder if she'll snap at any point and mm. like be bad again and i wrote that right after and then i circled had to circle back around to that one put a check mark <laughs> next to it. but but right after i was like she was bad no secretly she's good wonder if she'll be bad again sometime wonder if that'll happen and it did it sure Spoiler did. alert. It sure did. Uh, I have a clip. I don't know why I have this clip, but I pulled it, so you're going to listen to it. Um, uh, what do they call an octopus with a bad sense of humor? Dinner. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Maybe I like that they took the Jaws music, uh, but that's, that, that's a line from the movie. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh shoot. This is <laughs> this is the moment. So they have come this far. It feels like maybe uh I don't know, like six hours have passed from <laughs> I, I I mean not Easily. not in not in the movie. I'm I'm talking from Easily. Yeah, yeah, from from deep leaving Kraken uh to meeting Mora. Yeah, I would I would estimate that maybe six hours have passed. Of yeah, travel. It, was not, it was not old super long. It was not super long. However, it was at this moment that I recalled a line from uh, the Titanic, uh, not the movie, but the location in the film that we are watching currently. Uh, when Queen of the Undersea Ball, Ursula, um, 
says that the city of men is six days away. Mm -hmm. That's how far away it is. Mm -hmm. And so it is here with Mora where I'm like, they're not going to be back to Kraken for at least 12 yeah, days. two weeks, basically. And I was like, There's there is no, no situation way. where I believe that they could make it back. Like, right. it's just such a weird decision to, like, make it so far away and so long. Like, I guess maybe they were trying to, like, be believable distance-wise, like, have it be a believable distance from the Titanic to New York City. Because if you see the Titanic, you're like, how far away True. from blah, blah, blah True. was that? But, like, who gives a crap about that? 12 days is an insane amount of time for us to believe they're just stuck almost getting burned by lava. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. I guess for kids, who cares? But that, when I realized that, I was like, that is a ridiculous thing for us to try to believe in this I did, movie with I, ridiculous things. I did make a note to say that, like, everything is so weirdly paced in the movie. Yeah. Because, like, even, like, in real life, like, it felt like if things were happening at weird times and, like, sometimes it was way too fast and then sometimes mm -hmm. it was way too, like, the story is way too slow. And I was like, this is, like, it just, there's no, like, rhythm to it. Like, everything's just, yeah. like, it, either, like, everything climaxes and happens all at once and then we have then a lot of sequences with absolutely nothing happening ever. And, like, it just felt like such a weird pace of, like, not rhythmic like up and down up and down it was like up way 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 up and then all <laughs> yeah. the way through the earth's surface and then stay down there for a little while and then back up to the stratosphere <laughs> like it was like there was no rhythm of like it was just like everything was so weirdly paced like things that should have taken a long time mm -hmm. in the movie took not a long time and then things that should have taken a very short time took way too long and it was just like what am I watching? Like that's why that's why the movie felt so long. It was because like yeah, it feels like we got so many stories and so packed in like little of a time. That was why at this moment, so we're like thirty minutes in now, and they meet Mora and like convince her to come with her, come with them, and be good. Um, and that's why I like looked at the time at that point. I was like, "There's twelve days of journey left, <laughs> right. and we're only thirty minutes in. Like right. this shit right. must really zoom yeah, after exactly. this." Um, uh, the other, the other note that I have related to the 12 days is I was like, maybe just like push on the rocks, Kraken. Like right. they right. jiggled a bit. Like if it's, <laughs> if you know that the city of men is 12 days away, yeah, just right. like inch them over a bit, you'll, you'll get there before 12 days pass. Right. Exactly. Uh, Cause we cut back to them every once in a while. And the Kraken is just like, guys, we're all going to die. I don't think deep's coming back. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, well, there's nothing we can do about it. None of you guys are small enough to fit through and escape. Like, he is just fully like, we're all going to die together. Yeah, true. Even the true. little fish <laughs> who can totally fit. Um, uh, we come to a line pretty soon after um, Mora eats them all. Um, which is just a wild time where she, she, uh, she eats them. She throws up uh, Deep and Alice and then she has to give birth to Evo through her mouth can I, like, can, can I before we even get there please. I, I was just gonna I made a note that like the first note was they have to camp out on their journey which like that's like yeah, yeah. okay and then and then it was like um, 
But then my next note was like, gosh, I sure hope nothing wakes them up. Like, <laughs> I sure hope they don't wake up in a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then literally, like, I almost didn't get finished writing that note when yeah. they woke up in the eel's stomach. And I was like, oh. Oh, what do you know? Like, (laughs) as soon as they started going to sleep, I was like, damn, I really hope nothing unfortunate (laughs) wakes them up in a bad spot. Like, that would be just such a bad thing that could happen to them in this movie that's so predictable. And then they got eaten, and I was like, oh, dang, almost, almost got out of there. (laughs) But not the case. Yeah, so they do get eaten. Um, and then there's a weird moment where she like gives birth to Evo and he cries like a baby. Like the joke is that he's like mm-hmm. a newborn, newborn. baby mm-hmm. in that moment. Sure. And, then, uh-huh. and then we get an actually, I think, very funny line from Mora. Um, and here it is. So proud. And you are so not nursing. <laughs> like he's got really big pointy teeth. She doesn't want those on her boobies. <laughs> and that's that's one of the very few lines, I feel like, in the whole movie that a parent would get and a kid wouldn't. Yeah. Because this is very much like a six-year-old level movie for the humor. Mm-hmm. And so a line like that, just like thrown in amongst no other moments for the parents, is like a, a question where it's like, why do that at all there were a couple lines where i wrote down something along the lines of like ha 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 kind of inappropriate joke for the parents sake so they can enjoy it too when they're watching with children ha ha i gotta put those in there yeah but they they only get to those jokes once you hit like 40 minutes in right like up until that point it's deja doo-doo um and stuff about butts um and he pees himself um (laughs) But yeah, they 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 do have a couple not only jokes but just like uh sexualized fish. <laughs> like yeah. Uh cuz now after this we get to uh New York City, the city of men. Um and there is uh some racial stereotypes uh amongst some some crabs. Um and <laughs> The crab, the main crab, I don't recall his name, but he had a name and it was a stereotypical name, um, sings a song with Alice and multiple times definitely is like thrilled to see her shake her butt. Like purely that's what's happening. It is excited about her butt. Uh, And that's really weird. Yeah, um, I, wrote, I wrote down, like, the, the next on my movie checklist was, oh, got to face a whole army now when you only face single villains. Uh-huh. And so, like, that's, the like, the biggest next step in your journey is got to face a whole army. Okay, check. And the next part, I, I was just, like, throwing some things out there. And I was like, what could happen? And I, and I was listening to like, everything that I thought could happen based on mm-hmm. what I've always known to be true. And so I wrote, um, either they get captured and then they break free somehow. Okay they have like a crazy wild kung fu scene where only a few of them take on hundreds of them and they win or yeah. they entertain the guys and become friends like, <laughs> to, to me like those were the three things that i saw realistically mm-hmm. happening 
based on how the rest of the movie had gone. I was like, they're either going to escape prison, beat them up, or entertain them and become friends. And I then I saw them dancing, and I was like, hmm, wonder where this is going. And then they started dancing together, and I was like, ah, yes. It is one of those three options that could have yep. been the only three options that could have happened. You nailed it. Um, yep, so that is exactly what they do. Uh, or what Alice does. Alice yeah. proves her worth and uh, you know shows that she's an important member of the group as well. Um, and we have, and this is only for the for Josh and I, but um, I have I have it paused here. One of I think two separate moments where there's a shot like this, where Alice is in the foreground shaking her butt, and the crab is staring at her butt from behind and looking thrilled. It happens multiple times, and it's very weird. Uh, and it makes me a little bit uncomfortable, uh, actually. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, and that is the song that we opened with. Um, and it is the best song, I think, in the movie. It's not good. Um, and it starts off really rough, I think, with like her section. Yeah. Um, when she's like, my mom said that I should dance. Um, and that's weird. But then when, when we actually get to like the chorus, I like it. So let me try to find the chorus here. Um, I did also put that like, it's, it's there he is like the, the villain is rapping for a second and not actually yeah. singing because his yeah. voice is not great. So like the villain's got to like, kind of like talk it because he can't, because uh -huh. he can't quite sing it. Like how many times has that happened? Yeah. Yeah, because they, they don't, they, the villain is usually for the voice and not for the... Yeah, like, exactly. So he's sometimes, how many times have we seen a villain who was chosen mm -hmm. for his voice acting and can't really sing, so he's got to kind of like, not like rap rap, but like talk sing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let me see if I can find a, uh, the chorus here. Skip ahead. Hey! There's your talking. Yep. So I actually like that chorus. I think that's pretty catchy. Um all of the not chorus is pretty rough. Like you, you're all, you know, you're like a flabby patty, like a diseased old tabby. Right. And it's like, where, why, why are we, do you know what a cat is? How do you know what a cat is? Um, yeah. So yeah, everything but the chorus in that song is rough, but the chorus I think is quite catchy. Um, and then, yeah, I have a note that says Alice is all ass. Because um, <laughs> they really, like, she she got the booty, I guess, is what they're trying to say. Um, and then there's a moment later where she gets naked, but let's not get there yet. <laughs> I also put down that, like, oh, I'm shocked that the in the beginning of the movie, the shy, unnoticed side character yep. becomes, becomes the ruler of a whole army that was yeah. supposedly the bad guys, like befriends the bad guys and is like the ruler now. Like, wow, I've never seen that coming. That like, that's yeah. how she gets finally noticed is because she becomes the ruler of the bad guys who are turned good now. Like, could mm -hmm. not have seen that coming. Oh, is it perhaps like 
maybe along the lines of like I've seen that in Secret Life of Pets. I've seen that in even even something as like Dory in the School of Fish that won't tell Marlin where to go and yeah. keep making fun of him. And like all, all of a sudden, Dory, the not strong side character, is super cool friends with these this whole army mm. now and help and makes them help the main character out. Like wow, never seen that before in this movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then there's a line that I feel like I feel like this is um, just like a line in a lot of things like this type of joke um, you and Rico will have many children beautiful little half crab half shrimps uh, creams or uh, shrabs just like yeah, mixing the words in that way like yeah. I've done that I guess yeah, I, I don't know it's not it's not bad um, it's not I actually kind of like it uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's not not comedy. Uh, but it is after this that we get another installment of um, Deep is a Dick and Why Do We Like Him at All as a Character. Um, so like throughout, he, he um, is really just like not supportive at all of his friends. Um, and after Alice fully saves their asses, like totally without her, they are screwed here. Um, she's like, hey, don't I deserve like a little bit of like recognition for that? And he's just totally an asshole and is like, yeah, whatever. I really did it. <laughs> and obviously like they're setting him up to like learn a lesson. But I don't know like what in this moment is propelling us to still like want him to learn a lesson like at this point i'm like if he died i'd be happy <laughs> like he don't learn a me, lesson he, he reminds me a little bit of and now like don't don't take this the wrong way because you know as well as everybody that knows me knows like this is my franchise this is my movies sure and and i the character i'm about to say i i would die for so like i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying i have a problem with him but he, it, it kind of reminds me of like the like Lightning McQueen Pixar character, like that type <laughs> of like like the more you watch like the Cars movies, it's like like Lightning McQueen. Like I love him. I have like so many Lightning McQueen stickers and figurines around my room right now. But yeah. but at the same time, like the more you watch the movies, you're like, man, like this guy is just horrible the entire time. Like mm-hmm. this, this movie is just all his his being a jackass, and then finally at the end he becomes a nice, only to start the next movie by being a jackass. The entire, like the yeah. whole movie, he's just mean to everybody, and only becomes really nice at the very, very end. Like he's one of those characters where like you get the point, yeah. get to a point of like, wow, this guy sucks the entire time. The only thing that Lightning McQueen has going for him, though, that Deep doesn't. Uh, actually, it's it's two things. Lightning McQueen uh, gets totally screwed um during the movie like he is true. supposed to win yeah, he is true. supposed to be the best and right. we enough. i think accept that he is a jerk because he has so much taken from him yeah, and we exactly. still want him to learn his lesson right. uh but we he can be mean because he got it screwed of, it, it was none of his fault that he ended up in that situation yeah. like nothing and we obviously like we that. know we know during all of it, we're like, he's being too mean and he needs to learn a lesson. Yeah, but like, course. because he got screwed, we yeah. accept him being a yeah. little mean. And the other thing is that he is actually funny. True. Like true. The movie, yeah, a movie can get actor. a lot further. Yeah. With someone who actually like tells funny jokes. Right. True. Than with Deep, who multiple times they're like, you're not funny, dude. And he's like, ah. 
<laughs> um, like if he was actually funny, then I think we would be like, okay, we'll wait for you to learn your lesson, right. pal. Right. But like right now, I'm like, you're not funny. You're a jerk. Just get eaten by something, yeah. man. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's my own personal. That's why I'm saying uh, the Kraken films. Hit me up. I'll write you at right. least a funny jerk. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, after Alice saves the day, they finally reach the city of men. Um, they go to a mall, and there's a sequence where they. Oh, Josh, you must have hated this. There's like a whole bunch of mannequins. Yeah. Well, first of all, two things. Two okay. things. First thing is, can I just make a note? that like how long have we been speaking a long time can i just make a note that we have still 42 minutes of this movie to cover like, <laughs> even like even speaking about the movie i'm like there's, yeah, so, man. there's there's no way we haven't covered the whole thing by now like there's no way we're not in like the finale like ending scene there's like, so much more like, we've, we've talked about so many scenes that's why i'm talking about the pacing of this movie being so fucking yeah. weird like i'm sitting here going like there's like we've been talking for so long there is no way that we haven't finished talking about this movie yet. Yeah. So like, even talking about it. But second of all, the mannequins, the f- fucking mannequins in the tank. Like, <laughs> first of all, I wrote down, like, of course, the destination is not at all what they were expecting. Of course, that, that's what happens. Second yeah. of all, second of all, like, I found it the most, I wasn't that that tight about the mannequins themselves because I was too distracted by being hysterical over the harpoon guns they had <laughs> actually working, like actually being real harpoons, as if the, like the little plastic men decorations they put in fish tanks can at, like actually have real harpoon guns in their hands. I was like, what? They really, they really wrote that in this movie that those harpoon guns actually fire harpoons. <laughs> well, I think the mannequin harpoon guns. I think they're like modeling like Dick's Sporting Goods kind of harpoon situation but weren't they in the water well everything's underwater now oh 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 yeah okay yeah you're all right. of new york city's underwater so you're right okay <laughs> i don't know it, I, I i don't know though. i mean I, it's, it's still, still ridiculous yeah. it's still ridiculous that in a dick sporting goods they would have live harpoons yeah, right, that right, fire. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so many of them. So many. So many. Like the there's one no, there, there's no way mannequins would just be holding live weapons yeah. in a dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the one kind of cool thing about not that scene, but the, the concept of that scene is uh and I don't know if it's actually we can we can be like good job writers you were smart or if it's like they were just like let's have harpoons in a scene um but the one thing that is actually kind of interesting is yeah a dick sporting goods would be all aquatic related if the earth was currently undergoing flooding Uh, like they would be selling all that merch so that it makes sense that they would have like kind of a a section devoted to that yeah um true so i thought i thought that was actually kind of cool yeah i didn't think um, about that that's clever yeah and i think i think that's like they they knew what they were doing as far as that goes um, right but yeah so they're they're in this mall um then they find a subway car 
Oh, yeah, I, I wrote down that, like, oh, they find a vehicle that is not turned on and, and they yeah. don't know how to drive it, but they accidentally turn it on and now are stuck driving it. Like, oh, that's there's a check. Like, there's another one. They find a vehicle that they don't know how to drive, turn it on, and now they're driving it. By the way, six days have passed so far. <laughs> six days. That's what it felt like <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they do they do the classic vehicle thing where they find a way to get to the next place faster, but they have to figure out and and of course the vehicle does not work right. Um, right, yeah, of course. That is also has to be a part of it. Yeah, of course. Um, then what? There's <laughs> radioactive. I guess like piranha is what they're going for. Um, that they have to face underneath the smiley face that they were warned about by the crab um but let me just say this holy shit these piranha are terrifying yeah they're really scary actually scary um and definitely for like the age group that this is marketed towards oh my gosh big time must be terrifying um so that's interesting uh and yeah there's like kind of a not not good chase sequence but like maybe the first moment in this whole film where deep does something that is helpful Mm -hmm. uh like he he escapes the piranha and his friends think that like he's just abandoned them right but he is actually like getting this net to trap the piranha um and that's cool like thank god he did something yeah good Um, for you but yeah uh really freaking scary um (laughs) The other, I, actually, I don't, is it, is it here? Is it in this moment? Yeah, it is in this moment. Um, so they are surrounded by piranha on all sides. And the one thing that I think these fish did not think of, our heroes, was that they could also swim up. Because, like, it's legit. Like, they're all, like, on the same, like, level. And True. if you just go up, then they're not there anymore. Yeah. And if if our heroes don't think of that, the piranhas probably won't. Because they don't <laughs> seem like they're thinking the best right now. But I, I, I just thought that was a weird thing. Where it's like, you, you can go on the X and the Y and the Z axis. Um, but whatever. Uh, I don't recall what happens next. Is this when... Yeah. <laughs> so this is when this is when I fully did not understand what was happening anymore. Um, the fish are like all our, the, our friends are all talking together. And then we cut to like a wide shot and we're looking at them through binoculars. And it's like, what is going on here? And then what do we learn? We learn that a penguin, a dolphin and a walrus were left behind on Earth by the humans to (laughs) gather aquatic wildlife and put them on a spaceship to take them to the planet that the humans and animals are already on that this is this is when like i can't lie this is kind of when like i stopped grasping parts of this movie yeah this is when like i legit was like watching it and then like you know how like when you read a book and like you're distracting your brain or whatever and then like uh-huh. you like we can read a whole page and then realize you grasp nothing yeah. that's what it felt like i was watching it and like i was getting nothing from it like none of it was entering my brain because like i could yeah. not comprehend one thing that was happening anymore 
like when the when the the penguin and dolphin and walrus like came down, I wrote something along the lines of like, let's see, um, well, I actually write so right before this this note, uh-huh. I wrote, I'm exhausted and I don't think I can keep writing these. So like, <laughs> we are quite far from the end of the movie, and I was nearing my end of how many notes that I can keep writing. Yes. And, and, but then I, then I wrote like the way that what was happening, I was like, this is not how penguins work. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is not how walruses work. And then I was like, oh, wait, or dolphins. <laughs> they had like these, these mammals, like in, in the, not that, you know, not mammals, but like these, these yeah. land I, animals, like that penguins yeah. not a mammal, is it? I, I think a dolphin. A dolphin is. Is a dolphin's yes. mammal, yeah, yeah. A dolphin's a whale or mammals. Are are walruses too? Isn't it? Isn't it? If you if you lay eggs, you're not. Honestly, I don't know. Birds aren't. Right. Uh, birds aren't. Do, yeah, dolphins are mammals, and uh, walrus is also a mammal. So yeah, those are both mammals. So like, they had these these animals that can't breathe underwater, like in like the bottom of the ocean and like just swimming around. And I was like, penguins don't do this. Like penguins jump in the water and like come right back up. Like they go down to hunt and stuff and then they come right, they don't like just chill down there. And I was like, that's not how penguins work. That's not how walruses work either. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is not how these animals go. You know, I didn't even think of that. I must have been so traumatized by the first hour that the logic was kind of leaving my system at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I also, agree. I also did the exact same thing, man. I have a full page of notes for the first, like, 50 minutes. Yeah. And then we hit this, and I have, from now until the end, I have a third of a page of notes. Yeah. Like, like for I the couldn't. last 40 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. That said, I have a lot of thoughts. Um because yeah, this all I, this yeah i just i couldn't i couldn't do it yeah, anymore no, i was no. i a, after i wrote that that one line about the the penguins and washes and stuff for the whole rest of the movie which is like you said like 40 <laughs> minutes i have one two three four i have five lines for the whole rest of the movie because like i was just like i can't i can't do this yeah. anymore i freaking get it man um so yeah so the humans entrusted this incredible task to these four animals and yeah there are smart animals in our world but mm-hmm. i i don't who cares humans yeah. wouldn't do that that's stupid right. um but yeah so there's these three i guess hyper intelligent even though the dolphin is like clearly like the joke is that he's really stupid yeah dumb um but so i guess like because i guess you can't have a trio of villains who are all smart right true. Um, that doesn't One's gotta work. be stupid so yeah he's the stupid one the walrus is kind of stupid but not really like he's semi-intelligent but he's a sidekick right and the penguin is is the mastermind here um and so they are taken into the uh spaceship the like aquatic spaceship and we learn that uh the reason for all of this is that the penguin thinks that these uh, sea creatures 
are more valuable than the ones that they have been collecting. Um, like these guys are, are rarer or, or something like that. And to that, I say, one of them is a shrimp. <laughs> like there are millions like, everywhere. Like that's that. I, and so maybe, you know, they're just going for the um, Dumbo octopus and the angler fish and maybe the eel is rare. Um, but anyways, uh, through song, because it's a villain, so there has to be a song, the villain dumps, I would wager hundreds, if not thousands, of the specimens that they have been collecting um, in order to make room for four fish. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Which is pretty weird, I would say. Um, I will say that I actually, I actually quite like the walrus's voice in his song. Yeah, like that nice like rich vibrato. Uh -huh. I was like, hey, he's got actually a pretty nice voice. Like I like listening to him sing. Yeah, yeah. This this one was not as catchy as Shake What's in Your Shell. No, uh, no and I'll, no. I, again, I'll only play a little bit because um, it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but here is here is the penguin song. Let me lay it out for you. We've got pike from Pawtucket. We bream by the bucket. We've sockeyes and sacks full of squid. There are crates of anchovies and French abalones and a Norwegian narwhal named Sid. Hi, Sid. But the ones that just came, they will change the whole game. When we show up with these prizes, they will be singing our names. Here comes the chorus. Throw them back in the pail, every stingray and snail. The fish that we found, the fish that we found, are just on a whole other scale. So yeah, it's a song about how the fish are better than the fish that they have. Um, That's a nice voice, though. That is a nice walrus yeah. voice. Yeah. That's rich. Like, the harmonies are good. That Like, that's mm -hmm. a nice voice. Yeah. But, yeah, you can also tell that, that whoever they got to do that penguin couldn't do the note that they probably wanted him to do. Um, like, for you. And French abalones and a Norwegian narwhal named Sid. Hi, Sid. But the ones that just came, they will change the whole game. The whole game. Like, they wanted to game. Like, it feels like that's where they want him to go. Yeah, true. This game will change the whole game. <laughs> but he yeah. goes like low because I'm guessing he just couldn't hit it. Right. Um, but yeah, Walrus was was good. Um, so he sings a song. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's also uh, like, I guess this one's kind of cool as a song. So it's like kind of not psychedelic, but like all the ice cubes light up. And like, up, this is, yeah. this like kind of showcases the quality of the animation at the very least like the story's not good but like it right. looks pretty it good looks, yeah like, it looks good it looks a lot better than a bunch of the other ones that we've watched like right. the other ones look oh, yeah for sure like that kind of crappy 3d yeah, true but this this looks good and so yeah so this song does the one thing that i will say i just remembered the humans are so ugly true. uh they're Big like down. really nasty looking um but from this point um the penguin villain convinces mora that she should betray her friends um and that they don't really care about her uh and so 
Josh's prediction comes true. Um, Bad becomes good, becomes bad again. Um, And they, uh, yeah, so the fish, Deep and Evo and Alice still want to find Nathan. And so um, they ask the penguin if if he knows where Nathan is. The penguin is like, no, I don't, but I can find him with a thing. Why not just say that you know where he is and then they'll come and listen? Right, Whatever, right, who cares? Uh, but they throw him into this cell and uh, Nathan is in there and um, he's a big whale. And they're like, break free of your chains, Nathan. And he tries, but he just can't do it. Um, and then they start to freeze them all to death uh, or to frozen yeah, into ice cubes. Um, except... Also, this is, this is, doesn't matter. I just noticed this. All of the other fish were frozen in individual cubes, but I guess mm-hmm. they were just going to freeze this whole chamber. Um, so whatever, who cares? Um, the issue that comes from this is that they need to take out um, the freezer, like the, the cold blowing yes. apparatus. They need right. to disable it. And so I have a question for you, Josh. How does electricity work in water? Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say real good. You'd say that maybe things in water that is electrified (laughs) will die? Well, thankfully, that is not the case in this film. (laughs) Um, Because they break into the, uh, like, circuitry of the cold device, and there's a big lightning area... And Uh Evo needs to swim through it because anglerfish can be in electricity, I guess. Um, Because they have electricity in their light on their head. Yeah, but it also doesn't screw up anyone else who's in the same water as the electricity because that's how electricity actually works. Um, And it is is in this moment, actually it's right before this, um, before they come up with this plan, that uh, Deep says my favorite line from the whole movie because of how like real and <laughs> dark it is. Um, so here is what Deep says. I'm no leader, guys. I'm a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. This is a kid's movie. It's Maybe. hyper self-aware. Maybe we don't say stuff like murderer. And then there's also a joke or like a a line about homicidal something. Kids aren't going to know what that is. And now kids know the word murderer. (laughs) And that seems weird. Um, So I just found that to be strange. Um, Oh, and also the the thought process on how they're going to break out of this place. I don't don't remember exactly. I just remember that I, I had a thought about it and i was done writing notes at this point so i can't remember what the thought was yeah um but like deep says something uh who gives a shit i'm moving on i am not gonna remember or try um they they turn off the freezy thing it all works great um then they appeal to mora over the camera um and deep apologizes and like learns his lesson basically and then mora sets them free 
Uh, and then the penguin has a gun and they're all shooting ice blasts at each other until the penguin shoots Evo. And as far as everyone is concerned, Evo is a dead fish now. Uh, there is a line of dialogue that I believe Alice says where they're trying to escape and Deep is like, Evo, no, we got to go back for Evo. And Alice is like, he's gone. He's we gone can now, mourn yeah, right. later. We can mourn later. And I was, that, that was another line, like the murderer thing where I was like, we're going yeah, to. What the hell? Yeah, here. this is a kid's movie. Um, I found that very uh, strange. Right. Um, oh, I did write down the note. Okay, so real quick, just going back. Uh, Deep has, his master plan is that um, when something, something, something in his past, uh, he gets the idea to overload the mm -hmm. freezy thing. Oh, right, right. Uh, I don't recall how we got the idea. Who cares? The important thing is that that's just simply not what happens. <laughs> like, the, that's like a fine plan and like a fine, yeah. like, we're going to overload the right. thing. He literally just do, bites the wires yeah, and it turns similar. off. Right. That's not what it is. Yeah. So I just thought that that was like, True. just come up with a different plan. Say, why don't we bite the wires mm -hmm. um so anyway they stop the penguin they freeze something uh and um when they are when they have opened up the doors to the spaceship that is taking off and all the water is pouring out deep uh calls back to evo who is still on the plane and frozen in ice this And again, it's too much. <laughs> it's too dark. Oh, it's true. Th this kid has had to grow up too quickly, and this is right. not the movie for this. Yeah, this um, movie's like a weird turn. It really did. Like, like you said, like it got to a point where like it's incomprehensible what's going on anymore. Yeah, like, I just I had no idea at this point. Like it was like I was like only really seeing every two minutes of the movie for like 30 seconds at a time and then yeah. um, and then i would black out again and then i would come back in and be like what the what what is going on like what's ha what is this about anymore i don't even know what the story like i could i literally like could not follow the storyline up to at this point like i literally had no idea where we even were with the story like is the kraken still trapped like i don't even know what like, what is this movie about right now <laughs> like in too many stories into one movie i couldn't take it you you uh you selectively blocked out this one ribbit you just blocked out the whole thing yeah right yeah ribbit, so, I, had, I, ribbit I didn't even watch ribbit I, i'm certain i never saw but this one there's just parts of it that like i just i i saw but like were so foreign to me that like i yeah. just couldn't even place in the context of the movie i'm like this could just be a dream that i had separately like this has nothing to do with anything that's ever happened in this movie yeah, because it's like, like the last in the story stays the same. Yeah, the last like thirty minutes are like a fully different movie. Yeah, with different characters and a different story and different everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So it is at this point that the movie is like we're gonna end now, um, and everyone in the audience is like yes, <laughs> uh, because they all fall back in the water. Evo also falls back in the water as an ice cube and apparently 
the water in the Atlantic near New York is really hot Boiling. because the ice cube melts in like <laughs> one second. <laughs> um, but he's back. He's alive. Nathan is there with them. They have accomplished what they need to accomplish. And now what happens is another six days pass um, while they swim back to the Kraken. Um, and the Kraken's like, we're all going to die. Deep failed. Oh, well, see you later, guys. And then Nathan is like, don't even worry about it. I'm going to push these rocks. But uh, not before the movie is like, we're going to go on a little bit longer. Uh, the rocks aren't going to move. You got to right. have deep go in and move a thing, yeah. which also doesn't in my mind it didn't make sense like spatially i didn't understand how like one giant oh, yeah, rock the, was being those, supported yeah those two little pebbles or whatever that he was trying to push like, out of the way if you can push the rock with strength why do you need to move anything underneath right yeah i i agree yeah i was like how is it? yeah i thought the same thing i was like how why is this why is it stuck and um and little, it was like the two little rocks that he moved or whatever and i was like Wait, was that what he needed to do? Like, is that the yeah. was that the goal of this? Like, did he fail? And then, and then they moved the rock, and I was like, oh no, that was what was supposed to happen. Like, that's all that it took. It's also, uh, it's another, and I just realized this. Um, it's another Finding Nemo ripoff because yeah, but, oh, mm -hmm. it's when the it's when Marlin is like, I trust you to to like do the thing nemo and then nemo goes and does it and everyone's like oh shit nemo just saved us all but he died doing right, it it's right. the exact same thing uh and so deep it seems like deep died and he didn't um, well i actually and i actually wrote down the like i and, and at this point like of course he had to say like you can't you they were going all in on this movie at this point so like you can't not include this of the like everybody's so upset that he dies and he comes back and he's like, Hey, what's everybody crying about? Like, yeah, that's just like, if, if somebody dies and you think they're dead and then he's not dead, like he is basically a law that you have to come back and be like, Hey, why is everybody so sad? Like what's everybody crying about? And everybody goes, Oh, he's alive. Look, Oh my gosh. I never saw this coming. They're yeah. like, oh, hey, hey. And they're like, what you guys crying about? or what you guys looking at or who you guys looking for and they're like oh we're looking for you and they don't say anything and they're like oh you're alive like that that kind of thing so i, I must like, have been just horse. so so dead to that tropey stuff at this point that yeah. i didn't even feel it but yeah you're I, I absolutely too. Right. i was too that was the last one that i had but i and that one just like caught me of like oh of course they have to end <laughs> with another one of course they that in there what's everybody crying about uh Though before Deep comes back, we get another. I know I said that a lot of these lines are my favorite lines from the movies, <laughs> but this is this is my favorite line for voice acting uh, because the Kraken says this. Oh, Deep, my little reckless boy. <laughs> <laughs> little reckless boy. Uh, I like that a lot. I'm not going to lie. Um, I pulled yeah. that clip and I just played it a whole bunch of times after yeah. I pulled it because it's yeah. really, I like it. Yeah, that it's one. a good one. I like Top notch. Um, uh, Deep is alive. He has his classic, what if Bicel's line? Um, and they all celebrate. And then we come to the final, what the fuck of yeah. this movie? Yeah. Grandpa Kraken is like, 
You're seven years old, Deep. It's time for you to lead this civilization. Goodbye. <laughs> and he totally leaves. And Deep and his friends, Deep is like, I'm going to do it with my friends. But Deep is now in charge of all these people. He is, I am legitimately, I'm guessing he is six to eight years old. Uh, his Grandpa Kraken is, I don't know, 300. Maybe let's let Grandpa Kraken teach him the ropes a little bit, show him the ropes. Yeah, um, maybe it's bad time, even though he did one good thing after doing a horrible thing that messed everything up. <laughs> maybe maybe fixing his own mess does not make him fit to run the show. Yeah, so he is... You're um, a true leader at last. It's time for you to take my place. <laughs> it's not. Whatever. It's not. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also uh, did there there was another there was another little like what the fuck movie moment for me. Yeah. When when I think the last one in but this might have been like the last part of the whole movie was uh-huh. when he was like uh like at least you guys have other members of your species around and they were like oh no and there's like the lady octopus there. Yeah. And then and then, and then he was like uh we're going to go uh I'll just be we're just going to be right back or whatever and then they 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 ran off and I was like did they, are they going off to like do the thing? Like, did, did they just suggest to in a kids movie that like they're going off to have celebratory like celebratory sex? Like, is that what we just is that what they did? Like, he literally was like, "Oh, I'm just going to go into the uh, uh, I'll be right back," and then like they just like ran off, and yeah. I was like, "What?" Like, and what? it's also like, not only is it weird as hell to imply sex in a kids movie at all, or just the thoughts of it, but like this is also fully a character that we haven't even seen this other octopus like you know i think i bet there's a ton of kids movies that uh, imply some you know risky business like for the parents and the parents are like ah and the kids are like they're gonna kiss but like at least (laughs) i don't know there's a relationship built this one is like hey baby you look pretty good let's get out of (laughs) here and it's really weird uh also right before that there's a line that i i remember um uh it's it's in deep saying like we're gonna rule the, together me my friends and i the grandpa kraken's like how are you all gonna fit on the throne uh and deep is like alice will die it and it's like yo <laughs> maybe we won't say that um <laughs> Cause yeah, that seems not cool to me. Yeah, I actually, I actually did make a note earlier of when they were like yelling at the the anglerfish after he got eaten or whatever, and he made like a victim blaming joke, and I, I yeah. made a note of like ah, victim blaming joke. Hey, hey, there it is. Ooh, that's cool. Like that's a fun thing to put in, make to make light of. Like that's yeah. a cool thing to put in there. Yeah, that's that was like another always uh, blaming the victim, and I was like, ha 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 ha, ha that's funny to make fun yeah. of. Yeah, that's a weird. That's another like weird comedic is, choice. Yeah, like a kids movie. That's that's a joke for the parents, but parents who get that joke are like, are gonna be not cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You either don't understand it or you get upset about it, and in that <laughs> yeah. case, why put it in there? Right. <laughs> 
Oh. Bailey, are you telling me your audience is like the misogynistic? <laughs> like, uh, I know those women always blame the victims. Like, is that who your audience is? Like, is that who you're trying to, to appease with this movie? <sighs> but like, they didn't even suggest that the octopi were going to go have sex. Like, they literally, like, the eel had yeah. just talked about like pro- they're going to start procreating right. soon, like, getting right. the population back up. So, like, they, the eel basically said, like, we're gonna start having lots of sex, and then the octopus was like, "Ah, too bad, I don't have one of my species." And then the girl was there, and they're like, "Ah, we're gonna go." And like, they literally <laughs> basically just like, like explicitly said it, like not even like innuendo, like just mm-hmm. came right out, like, "Hey, we need more people to have sex with." And the octopus was like, "Oh, I wish I had somebody to have sex with." And then there was a girl octopus, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna go do something," and like you're basically just saying it, like you're not even hiding it anymore, like not like a joke for the yeah. parents, like a joke that like kids are gonna ask about. <laughs> Yeah, right. Not like an innuendo that you can't grasp if you're a kid, like a thing that's so clearly there that like if you're a kid, you go, what are they going to go off to do? Like, Especially especially because it's like literally the last thing in the movie. Like I think it like fades out on them like going off together in like a wide shot. It does. Um, Sure does. So like that's the last thing on the kid's mind is like, oh, what are they going to do? Yeah, of course. And now parents, not only do they have to explain sex itself, but they have to be like, and so for the octopus, <laughs> the woman shoots all of her eggs out and the man shoots his goo all over the eggs. Uh, <laughs> oh, shoots his goo. <laughs> so that was deep. It was so bad. Can I share um, with you the last note that I had? Please. The last note that I wrote in this notes app thing was... That was the longest time I've ever spent on one thing. <laughs> uh, I have like, news for you, Josh. It wasn't. This podcast is an hour and 40 minutes long. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, Which that's got to be the longest time, the longest thing I've ever yeah. done in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, legitimately, like, exhausting. Yeah, sure. It sure it. was. Like every um, every time something happened, I was like, "This has got to be the last thing that happens." Yeah, and with with every event, yeah, every event seems like the climax, and I was like, "Okay, this has to be it," and then it uh-huh. wasn't, and then they added more things. It just and never I was. was. Like, well, this has to be it, and it wasn't ever. Every time it wasn't, and I was like, "How are this? Is there still more things in this movie?" And uh, I think there are a couple of really. Uh, small and easy things um, that the movie could have done to make it all just feel more like a full thing that wasn't just like disjointed sections of a thing like it's like the beginning section and then it's like the section on the Titanic and then it's like the section on the Brooklyn Bridge um, (laughs) and then the spaceship part Uh, but like the bare minimum, which like is just in everything, even bad things that are less bad than this, is you just bring things back. Like right. Ursula comes back in some way. Right. right the crab exactly. love interest right. comes back in some right. way. Yeah. Just make it feel like there was a reason that we saw those things. Right. That like they mattered. It's it's like there's um there's like a screenwriting rule. It's like, if you introduce a gun in act one, 
you better see that thing fire in act three right yeah uh, for sure. and it's it, it goes the same way the other way like if you see a gun in act three you better have introduced it in act one mm-hmm. uh and so it's like if you see stuff early on like it it, it, it should be important <laughs> for the story um and i think genuinely if at the very least like the crab guy had come back at the end and been like hey let's have sex like everyone else is doing the audience right. would have been like ah uh, it's a thing that came back yeah, like it right. wouldn't have been great but it would have been like some level of uh we watched this whole story progress and there was a reason that things were in it uh, <laughs> like right. for us to see right um and so the kraken films i'll do that it just feels like like if you take all the things in the movie that happened and take yeah. every one of them out but one no uh-huh. matter what one you leave in you have the same movie with the same story <laughs> yeah like if you take the beginning and the ending and leave it there and in the entire middle if you take everything out but leave one part in no matter what part you leave in it's the same exact movie right with everything right. removed besides one it's the same movie and no matter like plug in any of those puzzle pieces and take them the rest out nothing changes about the story every it's the same story no matter what you plug in yeah and you can also and like clearly we've seen that this is true you can just do anything with those middle sections right like right if at the beginning there is a lava problem and at the end the lava problem is solved it yes like Right. You can have a spaceship matter. in the middle. Matter. You can do anything you want. Yeah, and so that's what they did. They were like, as long as we create a problem and the problem is solved, it doesn't matter if the middle sections don't make any goddamn sense. Right. As long as the problem that we set up is solved, which, like, yeah, that's how movies work. But typically, the things that happen in the middle make sense. Right. But I that's did, not. What I happened. did at one point also also write down like, like who decided like. Who, what, what happened that made like American movies take this form? Like, cause like we said it was so stereotypical because every other movie has the same stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, like what, what like made it that way? Like what made it so that like every movie that exists has the same stereotypical cliches? Like what, like who was the first one to do that? How did that become so popular? Like how did that become the format that like, if you don't know how to make a movie, this is what you make. Like why, uh, it's why, Aristotle's why is, Poetics. What does that mean? Uh, Aristotle wrote a 64-page pamphlet um, that is the backbone of every story you've ever heard. Oh. Uh, and okay. every single film, even the ones that you think are good and, like, don't do it, they do it. Um, which is that and it's it's like it's like everything it's like oedipus it's what we learned in mm-hmm. high school all that stuff it is right. like there's a problem that is set up in the beginning there is the rising action there are obstacles along the way then there is the climax then there is the denouement and the film ends and and it, as far as this thing goes it typically takes the form of um there is like the setup of the main character there's a setup of the main character's internal and external problem the obstacles along the way happen but then uh there's a midpoint where something happens in the middle of the movie that changes things again, that like turns things on their head again. Uh, and then at the end of act two, everything is at its lowest possible point. So it's like, um, I don't know, in like, in like a heist movie where they learn that like 
they're definitely just not going to be able to do it the way that they thought they were. Like, it's, it's like, you're like an hour and a half in, you're like, we're, we're about to like do the heist. And then they're like, one of our people broke their leg. Like we can't mm-hmm. like do the karate flip to get past the thing. And then they have to come up with a new thing. And act three is like, it's very short. Act three is usually they come up with a new thing. They do it successfully despite that thing. And then it goes. And so like this follows that it's just, amongst it there is like nonsense like there's the inciting incident where he does the volcano thing and then there's obstacles where a good movie the obstacles all make sense and they all build on each other but this one there's just random obstacles and then there's like the low point where they're stuck in the freezer and they're going to die and then they come up with a new plan uh after they've already found nathan the new plan is to get off the spaceship uh and and so it's it's all Every story is the exact same story, um, but some of them hide it better, and those are the good stories. <sighs> yeah. It was a lot. It was so much. It was a long movie. It was too long. Way <laughs> <Quite> too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was deep. Sure was. And also, can we just like for a hot second? I know you don't remember Ribbit, but Sammy's uh, Turtles Tale Two: Sammy's Escape from Paradise was, that was better than a this water movie. movie, and it was better. it was also it was also a water movie. It was better than this movie. Yeah, and I better. don't remember it well enough to know exactly why it was better, but it was better. I didn't yeah. feel like this after. No, me neither. And then I almost won't even talk about Blinky Bill because Blinky Bill is on another level. Blinky yeah. Bill was actually good. Yeah, that was fantastic. I love Blinky Bill. <laughs> I would watch Blinky Bill again. <laughs> yeah, just for leisure. Um, yeah, I liked Blinky Bill. So, like, it's possible to do, like, this kind of animated movie, like a non-Disney, non-Pixar, non-DreamWorks, non-Illumination right. thing, and have it be good. Because Blinky Bill was good. The trick is to make a good thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the trick is to just not make it so bad. Like You're right. Right, all you exactly. Do to make it good is just not make it so dang terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And this was so dang terrible. It was so bad. We're the presidents. Goodbye. We're the presidents. Uh, thank you for listening to this was when a it's podcast. Convenient. Goodbye. Uh, we definitely are going to keep in all of that stuff uh, that we talked about for the last two hours about <laughs> politics. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you uh, for listening, Josh and Ben. You're welcome. Um, if you ever <laughs> listen back to this, because you are the only people who have a shot at it. Um, I'm not going to last this long. I'm not making it to the end of this podcast. Nah, this one's going to be like two hours. So Yeah, there's no way I'm making it to the end. I'll probably listen to the first like half hour and then be like, yeah, I get the gist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I do well, most of our videos. Watch uh, the first like 30 seconds and be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> We'll see you uh, next time (laughs) that it's convenient. Bye. Bye. Hit it, boys. Key of deep sea. I'm no leader, guys. No murderer. (gasps) When I was just a tiny thing. You mean today? Boy. I told my mom, oh, 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 o
important too. If you don't have a butt, have a have a have a have a don't 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 have a butt. Don't 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 have a butt. 